Radio MD. It's time to Ask Dr. Mike. Do you have a question about your health? Dr. Mike can answer your questions. Just email Ask Dr. Mike Smith at RadioMD.com or call now 877-711-5211. The lines are open. Okay, so my question today, Dr. Mike, can you suggest a heart protocol or regimen for someone who's had a heart attack? That's a big question. <laughs> There's a lot to cover there, so I think we'll spend some time with this one, but I think it's a great question, right? It, heart disease still remains um, our number one killer overall, uh, despite the promises of the pharmaceutical industry that the statin medications would cure it. <laughs> of course it didn't. Uh, the statins are only targeting one risk factor, and there's even some debate of whether how much of a risk factor cholesterol is. And so, but I'm not going to go down that path, right? But so I think this is. Um, I mean, lots of people are still. Matter of fact, I just had a friend who suffered a heart attack, um, and he, unfortunately, the heart attack then exacerbated a valve problem that he had. Now he has to have surgery on the valve and. You know, yeah, it's it's costly both emotionally and physically and financially. So I think um, not only do we want to prevent, right, but if you've had one heart attack, you really got to rev up, I think, your supplement intake. And there are supplements with good, solid research behind them uh, that can help to reduce having a second heart attack. Now, none of these supplements replace the medications, right? I mean, there are certain medications that are really good post-heart attack, right? Uh, most patients are on aspirin therapy. Great. Uh, most patients after a heart attack go on uh, something called an ACE inhibitor because that helps to kind of remodel the heart and reshape the heart so it gets healthier, and that's good. Um, you know, some some may have to do other medications to control blood pressure, whatever. And that's – so I'm not I'm – not, I don't want to – I don't want you to think that what I'm saying replaces conventional medicine. Remember, listeners, I'm an integrative medical doctor. I integrate the best of East and West or, and whatever else is out there. Uh, and, and, and we devise regimens that are appropriate based on individuals, right, a more personalized approach. So don't stop taking any medicine especially after a heart attack. But I think there are things you can do also with nutrients that can really just rev it all up and really help you in preventing the second heart attack because that's what we want to do. Unfortunately, once you've had one heart attack, there's a greater risk now. You, you are always in a high-risk category now for heart disease, right? Uh, you are at a higher risk for another heart attack. You're at a higher risk for um, heart failure, even like valve failure like my friend went through. So there's, it's all there. So we, we definitely have to do things to, to stabilize the situation and really optimize the health of the cardiovascular system. So the, the first three nutrients, I mean, I, these are foundational nutrients, but you got to make sure you're doing them, doing the right form, the right dose, CoQ10. Make sure you're doing ubiquinol CoQ10 and make sure it's 200 milligrams a day. You can do a CoQ10 blood test, and I, I don't always recommend that for people who are taking CoQ10 for general health, but if you're taking CoQ10 and you have heart disease, you want to know what your blood level is because there's a specific blood level or, or a range uh, of CoQ10 in your blood that you need to achieve to really get the benefit of CoQ10 for your heart. 
And that's somewhere, the answer is, uh, the blood level is somewhere between 4 and 6. So when you get your results back, it needs to say 4 to 6. And that's a good heart um, range, heart healthy range of CoQ10. Omega-3 fatty acids, definitely uh, get those on board. Right? We've got to make sure... Uh, we're, we're supplementing and consuming in our diet the polyunsaturated fats and the monounsaturated fats. The omega-3 supplements are polyunsaturated, and you want to make sure you're doing between 2 to 4 grams a day. Now, they are blood thinning. So if you're on other blood thinners after the heart attack, like aspirin or even some other ones, like um, you, you might be put on um, warfarin or something, you know, I don't know. You just got to make sure your doctor knows that. You may have to cut down the dose of the omega oil. It doesn't mean you can't do them, although there are doctors that will tell you that. It just means you have to monitor your omega dose and, you know, just look for things like easy bruising and stuff like that. And you just keep backing off the the omega dose. But talk to your doctor in that case. And then, of course, vitamin D3. Uh, Vitamin D3, colocalciferol, it's, um, listen, it's... (laughs) It's the it's the body vitamin. I don't know how it was to. I mean, vi- there's literally there's a vitamin D receptor, meaning vitamin D can attach to a receptor that's on just about every type of cell in the human body. Vitamin D literally affects just about every single organ system you have in your body, and that includes the heart. So make sure your vitamin D levels are around 75 to 80. You're probably going to have to take a daily dose of around 5,000 units a day. That's a lot higher than what the government will tell you. The government's going to tell you about 400 units. No, that's weight. That's not going to do anything for you. That'll prevent rickets, but that's not going to support heart health. So CoQ10, Omega-3, Vitamin D3. Now, so those are your foundation. Now, from there... I think the first thing we have to do is if you've had a heart attack, what that means is if you, you, you've had a plaque, the plaque became unstable and it eventually ruptured, the body forms a clot around the ruptured plaque and that's what blocked off the blood flow and that's what gave you the heart attack. So we have to assume that you have arterial plaque, right? So the best thing you could do, the first thing you need to do is stabilize all of the arterial plaques that could be studded around your, your coronary arteries, and the best way to stabilize arterial plaques so they don't rupture again is to build a, what's called a cap. It has a lot of collagen in it, some calciums in it, but a cap that kind of covers the plaque and it keeps all that stuff, all the fat and cholesterol deep inside of it so that it can't rupture out into the bloodstream and cause the clot. So things that stabilize plaques by increasing the cap would be vitamin K2, I've talked about K a lot on this show, right? There's K1, there's K2. Vitamin K2 will help to stabilize that plaque, right? Um, another one called Cola. This is a newer one that we've researched at Life Extension. Cola is an herb that will help to put calcium into that cap, which is, I'm sorry, collagen, excuse me, collagen into the cap of the plaque, and that's very important. So vitamin K2 and Cola, G-U-T-O, C-O-L-A, go to cola. Very good for stabilizing plaques. You could also try things like oral chelation um, therapy with something called EDTA. That could be very helpful. Garlic extract has been shown maybe to stabilize the plaques a little bit. The second thing you need to do is decrease the oxidation of fats and cholesterol in your body. The best way to do that is to increase the activity of an enzyme called PON 
one, peroxinase one. This is an enzyme that's on the HDL, the good cholesterol, and it prevents the f- the fat from oxidizing, right? Which is good because if fat oxidizes, it gets sticky. So PON one, when you have high PON one activity. The fat in the HDL doesn't get sticky, and the HDL carries it all back to the liver for processing. That's what you want. Pomegranate extract, 250 milligrams a day can increase PON1, and curcumin can increase PON1 activity. And then the last thing is you just want to improve the health of the endothelial cell. That's the cell that lines the inside part of the artery. I've, how many times have I talked about the endothelial cell on my shows, right? I mean, it's it's... It's such an important cell to the health of the entire cardiovascular system. If you have healthy endothelial cells, you're going to have a healthy cardiovascular system. So pomegranate, that's important, but you already got that going. Uh, that decreases the, uh, the oxidation of fat, so that's already there. Resveratrol, garlic extract, and something called SOD, superoxide dismutase. Those things are great for improving the health of the endothelial cell. So what's a great regimen to prevent a second heart attack? CoQ10, omega-3, vitamin D3, vitamin K2, go-to cola, pomegranate, curcumin, uh, SOD, SOD, and resveratrol. That's a good regimen to prevent a second heart attack. This is Healthy Talk on Radio MD. I'm Dr. Mike. Stay well. Stay well. 